listening to the oneofus.net podcast network. One of Us is a podcast and video network funded all but entirely by donations and subscriptions. We do accept pitches for audio-based or banner ads, but on a case-by-case basis. If you are interested in that, contact us at oneofusnet at gmail.com. With the amount of audio and video content we generate, it is expensive and extremely time-consuming to keep things running. Please go to the webpage oneofus.net and sign up for a subscription at 2 5 10 or $25 and get a ton of bonus content. One of us needs and appreciates all your support. Hello, this is Bradley Martin with the Screener Squad. We're talking about another Netflix series, which is a spinoff of a very successful series. The Big Mouth spinoff, Human Resources. But does this spinoff go through any changes? <laughs> or is it the same old show as Big Mouth? We are going to discuss this today. I have a meeting with three wonderful people today. With me, I have someone who always smells like bubble baths. Harmony is with us. Bubble baths. I only take <laughs> bubble baths. Yeah. Also, somebody who still has two hormone monsters following him around. Trevor is with us. What's up, my dudes? <laughs> That's the worst one. I'm sorry, I should have got it. Who's the worst monster to have? <laughs> sorry. And she is officially Kim Kardashian's love bug. Gina is with us today. Yes, howdy ho there, neighbors. Hi. I think I did better this second time around. I think we can all agree. <laughs> 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 Woo! Talk about a ride, huh? Is it second or third or fifth? I mean, tell me. Fifth. Listen, we're, we're both, Kim and I both have too many margaritas to make proper decisions. Oh, no. Well, this show is about the uh, creatures that represent all types of feelings as we go through puberty and honestly, as we keep living through life. Uh, horniness, your hormone monsters, uh, love bugs for falling in love, uh, anxiety mosquitoes, hate bugs, no, hate, hate worms. worms. Yes, hate that's worms. what they're called, hate worms. Uh, Logic Rock. Logic Rock is a new character. We're going to talk about him. It was pitched as Big Mouth meets The Office, I believe, and I think it does deliver on that promise. But is it just the same old jokes that they couldn't fit into Big Mouth, so they made a show about it? Or does it have its own type of feeling? And how did you all feel about it, that feeling? Silence. That's, that's always a good sign. <laughs> <laughs> okay, I, I just don't want to be rude. I, I, yeah. Funny enough, I didn't get the office from this like at all. Like I thought that was really hilarious because the way she said it in the sarcasm, like, Oh, yeah, it's like this, but meets the office. Really, I felt like it was like this, but meets Doug. And also, I mean, I I don't know. I might be by myself in this corner, and that's totally fine. But I loved this series. I binged it. It was so bingeable. Um, I appreciate that this is kind of the big mouth for adults. Uh, Because big mouth is for kids. Yeah. But, but also, you know, it's, it's, it's nice not to have to talk about kids' directions. You know, I'm just saying. 
Yeah, no, I agree. Yeah. No, yeah, there is an inherent problem with Big Mouth, and that's the kids aren't quite aging fast enough for the stories they're telling. Right. <laughs> and so it was great to to have a place for this to expand. I have to confess, um, I, I eventually came around on it, but the beginning of this series, this wasn't quite hooking me. And I'm like, oh, yeah, I see that you can go further and go more extreme, and you did, but, oh, man, I don't know if I needed a whole series of trying to, you know, get the hormone monsters to stop having sex in the break room. Like, <laughs> okay, yeah, that was funny, but, like, this is episode one, guys. Do we, do we have any place to go? Yes, they do. They do. Um, this eventually becomes just the same kind of heartfelt, emotional, uh, very sincere story that Big Mouth uh, is and continues to be. And that's what I was really looking for is a little more of that. And because they're not working in the Big Mouth world, it gives them chances to tell more stories. Uh, you know, ironically, I myself am a brand new father. So there is a lot of new parent stuff here that it was almost hard to watch this with my partner. <laughs> you know, I've also recently lost a job. So there was a lot. There's a lot here about that. Um, I've recently dealt with loss and grief. There's, there's lessons here to learn about that. Uh, managing your money. We could all probably take a tip from that. You know, there, this gives them a chance to address some real life issues that are not necessarily puberty related, but maybe not also necessarily non-sexual. <laughs> they managed so to make it all a, pretty sexual. <laughs> yeah. And so this, this was a, a fun, a fun way to see this expand. I definitely, I will actually say this is Doug meets workaholics. That is Doug yeah. meets workaholics. I, okay. <laughs> I like it. This show is pretty wild. I mean, I, I completely agree with you, Trevor. I, I binged this. I relearned so much about myself with this. And I was like, damn, they're giving out some good ass advice on this show. Especially the shame episode when they go to the shame seminar. <laughs> and I was just like, oh my god, why is my sex life on time? Um, <laughs> like, maybe I should talk about it. No, but I, I appreciate the fact that they understood that they just couldn't rehash the same notes, the same jokes, the same kind of potty humor that is known for Big Mouth. But Big Mouth is so much more than that in the original series, and the human resources is just a great kind of like behind the scenes of how all this works you get that kind of com you get to really understand the relationships of all the characters and uh, like how you introduce logic rock he was actually i'm glad they're introducing characters that aren't just we're just putting them here for no reason uh, i mean he is kind of the gem sure. of the show i suppose <laughs> but I, I i i liked i like this whole series so much all the all the seasons of Big Mouth and this, I think this is a nice take on it. You can explore kind of more adult, you know, themes without being adult themes. You know what I mean? So, so we can talk about things like grief and the the shame and, and all all that stuff. And what was funny to me personally is that you know, in the middle of a, I was watching the show and then the power went off because I got hit by a tornado, and then. Uh, when I finally got my power back on and I watched more of it, the episode was about a fucking storm. <laughs> uh, yeah. I was so oh, yeah, mad. The finale. I was like, no, yeah. why? But I, but I, you know, it, it, I still watched it and I, I love it. I'm, I'm a big fan of it. They have so many people in this show, though. It's like, 
impossible to like name all the the voice actors. Like it would take us all. It's a huge cast. Yeah. Well, and it's funny, Harmony, that you mentioned that the Logic Rock is kind of the, the Jim yeah. Halpert of the series yeah. because the Logic Rock is played by Randall Park, yes, who played Asian Jim, Jim on The Office. <laughs> uh, for one of for one of the Jim, oh one of the Jim things. And uh, he's probably wow. got the most heat right now off of uh, WandaVision. But yeah. Uh, yeah, he was he was delightful in this. I, I, I fell immediately in love the with other, this character. The Jim in the picture. Oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> That's awesome. Let's talk about some of these voices. You know, you got Rochelle the Love Bug played by Kiki Palmer. Uh, Emmy the Love Bug, who's uh, A.D. Bryant. They kind of have some drama going together because she's banging her ex, but her ex was no good for her at all. Oh. And that ex happens to be Hugh Jackman. Um, Hugh Jackman. Like I yes, I forget his name. The, what, what was his name? Devon, Dante. Dante's Dante the Addiction, the addiction Angel. Angel. Yeah. <laughs> Played by <laughs> Hugh Jackman. Hugh Jackman. Talking about oh, his wow. dong, his three dongs, excuse me. The performance is almost like, what if Hugh Jackman talked openly in a way how we all saw him, how we all see Hugh Jackman as a person? I like it. It's like, hey, how you doing? Uh, I'm so attracted to you right now. Or maybe you're just attracted to me and it's turning me on. You know, things like that. I like it. And yeah, that was such a fun cameo. And I've never seen an A-list celebrity cameo actually get to be in almost the whole series. Helen was in this. Yeah. Yeah, think she of that. Was, Isn't that yeah, crazy? She's the, she's, the, she's the shame wizard's mom. <laughs> and speaking of the shame wizard convention, uh, the shame wizard convention, uh-huh. Lupita Nyong'o is the shame wizard Asha in this series. What is oh, going no kidding? on? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's two Oscar nominees, her an Oscar winner in yeah. a show about, isn't sex weird? Isn't sex weird? Isn't, weird to be isn't living kind of weird? Yeah. And then, of course, Ali, you have... Ali Wong. Oh, Ali Wong is an incredible voice actress. And her going through um, post-pregnancy, this show is so, if I could dust off this old gem, stunning and brave for showing the things that a ton of people don't even know about. I remember after Sam, well, is it okay to talk about my wife? But she was like, I feel disgusting. I'm like, no, you're beautiful. You're glowing. And then she showed me why she felt disgusting. And I was like, yeah, I get it. (laughs) You're the worst. Oh, my God. Like, I have eight children, you guys. If I had to go through what she went through post-pregnancy after one, that would be it. I would have one child. Oh, my God. Because it is like a journey and a struggle, and it's not appreciated enough and Amazing performance by Ali Wong for letting it all hang yeah. out there. I know it's through a cartoon character, but she made it so authentic and genuine and funny. And the, she's always my favorite performance in a voice cast. But what do you all like about these vocal performances? What are your favorite voice cast performances in this show? Oh, well, you got to give it up for Maya Rudolph um, as Connie and um, <laughs> yes. Nick Kroll as Maury. Like they, they aren't necessarily the main cast in this but they they help connect it to the other show and like i love maya rudolph and whatever whatever she wants to do like what i will like follow Mm -hmm. her to the ends of the earth if she just asks me and what's the what's his name god dang it uh andrew uh i forget his name the the guy who's in trouble john john mulaney (laughs) mulaney, thank you sorry sorry john mulaney sorry about that 
<laughs> the guy who's he's in, in trouble. trouble, John Mulaney. Like he's like he has, he's he's doing better. He got better, but like the fact that 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 Andrew shows up for one episode um, made me think like is that just like like he had said earlier jokes that didn't make it into Big Mouth? They're like, oh, we're just gonna run with this, and I don't know. So right, like I'm always thinking about Diane Lane, but <laughs> I'm willing Lane. to give who was it? Who was it? He was willing to give a try. Well, Laura Dern. Laura Dern a try. You know, yeah. Who I think is fine. This- <laughs> Who I was is mad stunning? That called me out so many times because <laughs> <laughs> I love me some Laura Dern yeah. too, and I was like, "Oh, she's wearing khaki." This was hard to binge because of how on the nose it is. Like yes. there are times where I'm just yes. like, "Ah, oh, man, I don't know if I need to do two episodes of this tonight." <laughs> yeah, I did like five in a row, and I was like, "Okay, no, I need to stop." And then the sky tried to kill me. <laughs> <laughs> That's such a great way of putting that. And the sky tried to kill me. Uh, Also, and something that doesn't get said enough about uh, Big Mouth, and it gets continued over here, is the music is just fantastic. And the opening song is uh, Janelle Monae. And I did not hit skip intro one time in this entire series. It was, it's just. It's such a good song. Such a good song. Yeah. What a vibe. And she also plays Claudia in the show. I don't remember who Claudia is. I'll say it. I don't know. She's the she's I believe she's the woman the love bug kind of falls in love oh, with. Oh, oh yes. Okay, yes. Okay, thank you, thank you. And also Rosie and the, Perez. Can we talk about yes. that Rosie Perez? Amazing. That would be like a fucking you know goblin of in, ambition, like. <laughs> yeah, ambition goblin, and she kind of dances around. I think she gets called a goblin, but really she. Oh, I gotcha. That that's why I was throwing yeah. off. Yeah. That's my excuse. Or she resembles a gremlin, yeah. which is hilarious. <laughs> now, what'd you all think of the very special episode type of moments, yeah. such as dealing with grief, a parent dying of Alzheimer's, not just dying of Alzheimer's, was... but going through it and seeing what happens to your relationship with them as they pass away? I thought that was beautiful. That was a really beautiful episode. And I was, you know, kind of surprised on how, you know, how much depth the show had. Um, I really was was moved, you know, to almost tears a couple of times just in that whole, you know, how do you deal with grief? How do you like learn to let go? How do you um, face it head on and still find like ultimate like a beauty in it? And it was just amazing. Yeah, Keith from grief is a Harry, Henry, almost an anamorphous. Yeah, Henry Winkler playing like this sweater, <laughs> but you have to choose to wear it because how does the saying go? If you're not ready for grief, grief is always ready for you. And it's done when it says it's, it's done. It's also really so, violent. <laughs> yeah. <An> angry, angry <laughs> sweater. <laughs> That's right. It had like a big giant storming through the city moment. Yeah, yeah well, he, he hulked out. I was okay. like, holy shit. <laughs> he has an ang- I mean... It's a testament. Uh, I was speaking on Euphoria and shows are able to handle very sensitive um, content matter in a way where we are able to cathartically process it. Like when I was done with the one episode going through Alzheimer's, 
Um, I never personally lost anyone, but it actually has been a big fear of mine because I already have like crappy memory because I have ADHD. So it's already like, girl, I'll put something down. I really don't know where it's at. So I can't tell you where my like keys are right that. now. <laughs> right? <laughs> like I ain't even old and I can understand that type of dissociation. But it was the it was the fact that they handled it in a way where it was still big mouth style. But they, it's clear these folks have a personal um, investment in telling these stories, and there's a lot of respect there. A lot of tenderness. And they just, yeah. there is a lot of tenderness, and I was just really glad that they were able to watch this. Like, these are shows I would like to watch my friends who've lost folks to Alzheimer's and be like, you know, or any other real subject. Postpartum depression, I was happy they talked about that, and the marriages and issues in your marriage, and talk about that, and how she didn't want to, you know, feel like she wanted to didn't love her husband anymore like the fact they really talk about these adult issues in a way where we are still seen as the big kids that we really are as adults and that we still have a lot of growth and a lot of things to learn i feel like they handled it in a way where it's 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 a fun after after school special yeah (laughs) yeah absolutely animated birth i love rosie perez i want rosie perez to be my ambition She'd kick you out of bed every morning. I fucking like, love her. When I first heard that voice and she started cursing, I said, oh, I miss New York. <laughs> Absolutely. We can carry that into our final thoughts. Uh, Harmony, would you start, please? Oh, what can I say that hasn't been said already? Um, I think this is ultimately bingeable if you're not hit by a, tor- a tornado in the middle of it. Um, I think I'm just going to milk that for what it's worth because, y'all, <laughs> it was nuts. Anyways, it's, it's very bingeable. But I don't, I think it kind of loses something if you're just watching episode after episode when you do binge it, because you kind of need that time in between to process what's happening, um, especially when you get to these more somber moments in, in the show. Um, I think they pulled it off really well. I, I've, I, like I said, I've, I've enjoyed the Big Mouth series so far, and this is just kind of a nice little, you know. Like you were saying, like we we all are ultimately big kids, right? That that it just kind of shows that you know our fuck ups and and puberty probably leads to fuck ups in adulthood, but it's okay. Everybody fucks up is I think the ultimate motto of this show here or the theme or whatever. So um, I'm gonna give this let's say eight and a half out of ten glowing butts. <laughs> nice, Trevor. I really enjoyed this. Um, like I said, it was it was kind of a slow start, but my favorite series ever, The Office, Parks and Rec, they all had a rough kind of beginning. And once they find their groove, it turned into really fantastic things. I think Big Mouth might have even been one of those. But um, this is, I think, even definitely better than the, the least of the seasons of Big Mouth. Uh, if you're looking for more of the same, this is here. Big Mouth is the show that I wish I had when I was going through puberty. This is the show that I'm really glad that I have now, especially going through a lot of the things that are addressed on the series. It's great to just have that camaraderie of, okay, I'm not the only one. I, you know, Other people are going through this too. It's hard for them too. Um, you know, life doesn't have an instruction manual, and so it's great to create this world where we have these monsters as our guide. Um, so I really enjoyed this. I think I'm going to give this, um, 
Eight out of ten Mr. T penises. <laughs> was it Mr. Peen or something? <laughs> wow. <laughs> yeah. That was so bizarre. Was I have no idea what yeah, the message... Yeah, it's just a weird Rocky Three <laughs> subplot yeah. in, in one episode. The story it was just weird. <laughs> Ginny, <laughs> your final thoughts, please. We'll never know what happened. <laughs> Sorry, I can't hold it in. Oh boy, I, I didn't think they would do the literal cockfight. Um, <laughs> oh boy, it's 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 moments like that where I I really you know people wouldn't think such a highbrow intellectual like myself. Mwah would love lowbrow potty humor but that's what i love about big mouth and and human resources that it plays to my childish childishness a lot but it's also very clever and very smart uh and this is a great companion piece to big mouth because the whole time i was watching it i was like oh i wonder how this is going to play into yeah trevor i fucking love you i wonder how this is going to play into uh you know, like the storylines of Big Mouth and the time differences. And it, I was always curious. It's like, is this what happens when they like leave the kids and they like poof off? Is this where, you know, this is where they go? So it was really great to like see just to get to know the monsters because no shade. They kind of made Big Mouth. Um, they really made that show and, and helped me like stay with it. Uh, again, my favorite is Ali Wong. You're amazing. I love you so much. Her stand up. This was easy for her because she talks about. In fact, she was pregnant when her stands up, where she talks a lot about being pregnant and postpartum. Like both of them. Yeah, yeah. for both of them. Yeah, so I, I love you some Ali Wong. We got to meet one day because that's my homegirl, <laughs> like for real. Uh, and, and I love Rosie Perez. It's amazing. Emmy was also my favorite. I think it was A.D. Bryant from SNL. She did an amazing job. This show just called me out. It called me out on a lot of toxic traits that I have, especially the Emmy story where she was jealous over someone who clearly wasn't even her man. Just toxic. And just completely toxic, but I understood completely. I was with Emmy like, yeah, Emmy and Maddie, those are my people. Be her ass. Like, I was here for it, but I appreciate that they called out the toxic behavior and they call out just all the all the things that I've luckily grown from. So this is a great show, great writing. It yeah, it, to me the pacing could have been a little bit better. There were some episodes that there's like chunks like you guys start talking about stuff and I'll be like, "Wait, did that happen?" It's kind of in and out um because I binged it. So I agree with Harmony, like I definitely wouldn't binge the show. I would just kind of give some space in between so you can really appreciate uh all it has to offer. So, me personally, I would give this a rating of, uh, oh man, <laughs> where do I start? I would give this a rating of 8 out of 10 Dorito chips <laughs> that I would have definitely consumed and then babies would have been starving. <laughs> when you said Ranch Doritos, I was like, yes, baby, Ranch Doritos is the best. <laughs> So, yes. <laughs> thank you, thank you for your resources for again calling me out. I was like, hell yeah. <laughs> yeah, I'm pretty much going to echo what everyone said. I also binged this. Really, the only thing I can think fault of, and this is my own attention span, I wasn't sure if I was supposed to know who any of the human characters were. Except for when Andrew made an appearance. I'm like, oh yeah, it's that family. It's that, it, wait, or is this a new human character? The art on this is kind of ugly, isn't it? So that's, <laughs> I'm just going to praise the voice acting again. We got 
Ready, Tandy Newton fight. has his Mona. Did you guys know Tandy Newton was Mona, yes. the hormone Tandy monstrous? I didn't know that. That's a great performance. And Pamela Adlin as Sonia, the love bug who gets fired. Yeah, and yeah, there's a mystery I, there. Man, I thought that was Leah Remini the entire series until I finally paid attention. And I'm like, oh, that's not, that's not that's Leah not Remini at all. at all. No, yeah, Pamela Adlin. She's a great through line because she's such a pro and has a wonderful voice and sounds just haggard from a job that never appreciated her. So I really liked how that story unfolded. This actually has a lot of balls it's juggling. Ah. Uh. <laughs> and, you know, it only drops some of them, which <laughs> loops back to puberty. Yeah. Um, I'm going to give this, I'll go with seven out of ten mosquitoes that insist my baby is ugly and everyone's being nice. Oh. <laughs> I love those anxiety Yeah, mosquitoes. Tito. <laughs> yeah. Your baby will only be able to wear Santa hats. 